the Soul Coaching Oracle Show with Hannah Yamaya. Hey, 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 you guys. This is Hannah Yamaya, your Soul Coaching Oracle here. It is November the 21st, 2022. And today we're talking about you can't buy devotion, outlining, and controlling. Okay. And um, as you guys know, I always do a motivational quote for the day on my pie on this on my shows. And so uh, today I am going to speak about Ernest Holmes. Ernest Holmes said the only willpower used in this process, if it could be called willpower, it is determined to keep the thought clear and to think about what ought to happen rather than about what ought to not happen. To be actively aware of harmony rather than discord, to believe that good will only will always overcome evil as light dispels darkness. Okay, so. I want to get into you can't buy devotion. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of people want to buy devotion. And um, especially in the business world, if you are a small business owner um, or some sort, um, this is something that you may want to listen to because um, devotion is something that you can't buy. Devotion can only be gathered by showing up over and over again with intentions. In the age of light, devotion is everything. What are you showing up to with devotion every day? A feminine leader of this new age, your devotion is what will be felt. People will be able to sense if you are in it for you or your own gang, or if you are in it for them, for what we are for thee. So when you live your life in devotion, you live with, you live in your life in the ultimate service. And when we show up to our devotional practice, we are aligned to service and authenticity instantly. And we are aligned that which is meant for us to start moving towards us like a magnet. You go from my will to thy will. You go from trying to control, manipulate, and strive to surrendering in full. Your daily devotional practice gives our life rhythm a beat to live to. So in order to live a life of devotion, a devotional practice is imperative, whether it's meditation, chanting, lighting, light sourcing, yoga, prayer, or something else. The more you show up to your devotional practice, the more you will be held. The more you are held, the easier the devotion becomes. You are carried, for you are not doing it for an outcome, whether whether your whole life becomes one big moving prayer okay so a lot of people I notice um especially in the spiritual industry uh being spiritual has become become a trend I have seen it I have witnessed it and uh out of the eight years that I have been a spiritual leader a spiritual advisor, a life coach, a spiritual life coach. I have seen so many people come out the woodworks of uh, being a wanting to be a reader, wanting to do the things that they think that they can do. Um, people perpetrating, people doing all these things that they they probably do not know. Okay, so as you guys know, I do always have a story to tell. Okay. Now, as you guys know, I'm also a life coach, a spiritual advisor, 
um, and a spiritual leader. So, um, I want to tell you about a client, okay? Now, this was a rainy day um, when I sat down with a client locally to discuss why she was not fully, fully thriving. And I asked her what was going on in her life. And she said that she had just moved back to California, completely inspired, and loved the Southern California beaches, but was having a difficult time getting her real estate business back up and running. She felt stuck in her career, and she kept trying to brainstorm, invocate ways of advancing her business. She had been in real estate for about 14 years, and she had had seen incredible abundance of years. At one point, she had created a wonderful lifestyle selling real estate and traveling all over the world. And she knew the marketing was not as hot as it was years back, but it had rebounded from the downturn. So she was stumped by the lack of results. She identified herself with her career, linking her self-worth to what was producing or falling to produce. As her career lacked, to flourish, her self-esteem gradually lowered. She concluded that she must be the root of the problem and that something must be wrong with her. She believed that if she just worked harder and just networked better, then success in her in her career would follow. So I posed the question, if money was of no object and you could spend your days go- doing what you truly desire, would you practice real estate? She surprised herself, y'all. And when she said no and let out a deep sight, there there we sat with a long, infinitely important pause. And that dawned on on this woman of a new era that had begun as I witnessed her awakening. So I invited this lady to take a potential... uh, take on a new potential, new viewpoint to her life situation. And we explored all the concepts of abundance of the universe at all points in time. And sometimes when you feel lack, it is your inner God is nudging you to move in another direction, just as I was talking about this. I saw saw a sparkle in this lady's eyes as I was talking to her. And She said, this is the third time someone said this to me. And she stated that there had been a few people now that have planted seeds that maybe it is time for her to let go of the industry of real estate. And then she indicated that she had heard that if something is said to you three times in a row, that it means the universe is trying to communicate to you, she stated. Now, She said, I always wanted to do something in the spiritual and the recovery world. For the next hour, me and this lady discussed possibilities of starting a business that runs spiritual and recovery retreats in Southern California. Now, the beautiful beaches that inspired her was still a trigger force. And she propelled propelled onto a new journey that took her on a route away from the problem. Okay. Now, often people think that something is wrong with them. They think that if they just change themselves with their relationships or their career or life, then it will work out. 
And you simply need to change your thinking. Okay? When you get in the flow with the universe, abundance follows. And the Western country is observed, is obsessed with production, getting rich, and climbing the social status ladder. And sometimes we get so narrow-minded in our thinking that we close ourselves off to the opportunity of the world. We wrapped ourselves in a box and see the world through gray lenses. And we begin to feel like everywhere we turn, the doors are closed right in front of us. And we keep banging our head against the wall, thinking that if we just work harder, faster, learn longer, then we will preserve. One of the most fundamental spiritual um, principles and the universal truth is that life is abundance, ladies and gentlemen. You either allow this abundance or block it with your mind. And often you get what you want, only to find yourself more miserable and more unfulfilled than ever. Others have shifted their values, aligned their souls and desire, yet still trying to force how things will manifest. This is called outlining, which is trying to control how a vision, a dream or a calling is supposed to show up. You often try to manifest in Pacifics with certain individuals in certain ways. And when you do this, you are not allowing abundance of the universe to unfold for you. Instead, you're creating your own roadblocks, detours, and restricted limitations that will hold you back and separate you from realization of your individual truth through the acknowledging and the working with universal laws. You can stop outlining and trying to, to, to uh, trying to control how your vision manifests in your life. Y'all, sorry, I got tongue-tied. So when you empty your conscience of all thoughts and delearning how things should show up, then you allow abundance to flow into your life. Open your eyes and your heart and infinite possibilities and the pure potential that you are. Remember, you cannot dev- buy devotion. You are devoted to you. So you guys stay tuned. I have more for this um, segment. This is Hannah Yamaya, your soul coach and oracle. I will talk to you guys in 30 seconds. Do you like candles, perfume, oils, bath soak, lotion, jewelry? Have you heard of Second Creations and Healing? Come and shop with your soul coaching oracle, Hannah Yamaha, at www.sacredcreationandhealing.com. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash sacredcreationshealing. All right, you guys, I'm back. This is Hannah Yamaya, your soul culture oracle. And the reason why I want to talk about you can't buy devotion, outlining and controlling, because um, in the spiritual um, industry where you're when you're talking about people that is spiritual, you know, spiritual, um, let's talk about witches, alchemists, uh, um, healers, Reiki healers, shamans and all of those people. Um, there is a couple of us that's devoted to our spiritual journey. And then there's some of us out there that um, buying 
devotion to their journey. They don't know what their journey is. Um, And today I want to talk about how you can not buy devotion, but create devotion when it comes to your spiritual journey. Okay. Uh, So a mentor of mine once told me that, um, told me a story relating to the value of practice. And I'm not sure if it was true or not, but regardless, it made the point. Um, And he said that there was a lady in New York who was on her way to Carnage Hall for a concert. And she was running late and realized that she wasn't sure how to get there. And she began a little frazzle, walking faster and faster as she kept turning corners in the city, only to fail to see that the famous concert hall, suddenly she saw a man about to get in a cab who happened to be a singer. But the woman didn't recognize who he was. So she abruptly um, asked, why immensely anxious? Excuse me, sir. Do you know how to get to Carnage Hall? And he replied with the great peace and jovial poise, practice, practice, practice. I giggled when my wise friend made his point through this punchline of the story, practice, practice, practice. I could only imagine how much practice had that I had to do to be such a, a master of my craft. Um, and the story makes the case that even the greatest artists must practice. Okay, so having a spiritual daily practice is a path to your awakening. There are as many different types of practices as there are people. It is important for you to design one that is right for you. Throughout the seven next seven days, okay, because there is a new moon, I am going to talk about different spiritual practices um, for the next seven days here, okay? So this is day one, okay? And there are meditation, mindfulness, language, vision, intuition, affirmation, prayers, affirmations, and then there is a 40-day practice. You must choose to have a morning, a evening ritual. You can you can make you may even prefer to only practice once a day. You may create rituals with people you love and do and or do your own practice alone. You may join yoga classes, do your affirmations, your meditations within um, confines of of a community. You may simply choose to be a mindful of your thoughts, how you speak your world into existence. Your practice could be simply simple and you could create your own spiritual practice at your pace and at your own will. Just make sure that it is genuine. It comes from the heart. Daily spiritual practice is a way of life. Now, daily spiritual practice, a way of life, comes with different types of ways, okay? And we got wisdom and wealth, love and relationship, health and wellness, purpose and callings, okay? And I think that I talked about this a couple years ago, but I want to refresh your mind. Wisdom and wealth. When you are practicing your daily spiritual practice, you need to worry about the wisdom and wealth, the goals, the actions, 
Okay. So in my daily experience, this is mine. Wisdom and wealth, my goal is powerful and productive. My actions is to, to allow the abundance of life to flow through me as me. Focus on invocation and collaboration. I want to shift my mind to one of the services and gratitudes. Set a time to advance my skill sets and expertise. Embody the mindset it takes to fulfill upon my dreams. I want to take bold actions that is driving by my mission and purpose statement. And shift problems into opportunities. Commit to being the best version of myself. Build assets, create communities, and leverage of my extraordinary relationships. Reprogramming my subconscious mind by demanding and commanding that which I would like to seek. What I would like to release. The limited beliefs that money is more powerful than me. Letting go of the scarcity minds that's doing business with people who brings you down. And that is one of my goals and one of my actions and one of the things that I will be releasing this new moon. Okay. The new moon comes out November the 23rd. Now, as far as the things that I want to release, the things that I want to do and the goals that I would like in my loving relationship is peace and connections. I want to focus on developing the relationship with my higher self. Seek to remove all the barriers within myself that stands between me and my love. Choose to focus on people and strengths and attributes. Allow people to show up in their divinity. Have an authentic and positive conversations that allow for transformation. And seek to understand other viewpoints before trying to understand and I would, like to, I would like to learn to create boundaries with people who are in alignment with harmony and love. Surrounding myself with positive people who are committed to growth. What I would like to release is to let go of the need to make others wrong. Stop participating in activities that brings me suffering. Fixing and changing others. Engaging in dysfunctional or chaotic situations. Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different outcome. Now, in my health and wellness um, journey, of my spiritual journey, I would like high energy and radiance. I would like to take the actions to focus on rising my vibrations of my body through spiritual connections, whole food, and physical exercise. I will take the time to cleanse and detoxify the body. Set a time, set a time aside for relaxation and rejuvenation. Engaging with Mother Nature, taking hikes and swimming in an ocean and walking in the park, revitalizing my body with good rest, pure water, and nutrient supplements. What I would like to release is eating processed food, junk food, toxifying, clogging the natural ability of the body, letting go of my causes of stress and circumstances that raise my blood pressure and restrict the flow of blood throughout my system. My purpose and calling goals are self-expression and creativity. The things that I would like to take action is to go within, quiet my mind, and seek my truth. Transform sufferings to victory and taking a look at the most challenging things that I have done, have gone through and and celebrate the things that I have learned and the lessons that I have learned. I would like to focus on my talents, my passions and my triumphs. Give yourself and give myself fully 
the life to be giving my gift and messages to the world. I would like to leave my legacy by giving my art and my services in love and embody that which I would like to seek. What I would like to let go is to let go of desire for validation or the need to be acknowledged by people. Stop focusing on the lack of production and start asking myself, who are you being? The promises that I will make. I promise to be still and know the truth. I promise to only speak the truth in abundance and health and happiness and prosperity and love. I promise to be the one with all so that nothing can be disturbed my so nothing can disturb my peace. I promise to stand the truth for everyone in divine is divine. I promise to focus on positive and optimistic sides of life and circumstances. I promise to stand only of divine, to work only for the divine and to expect divinity. I promise to give a gift whatever, when, wherever I go and to whoever, whoever I encounter. I promise to dedicate an abundance of amount of energy to expand of my consciousness. I promise to declare the truth and release all worries, angers, and hurt and fear. I promise to focus on happiness and to release my troubles and to stop complaining. I promise to have faith that the universe is working at all points and times for the highest good. I promise to allow these truths through my daily spiritual practice and connected connection to the source. I promise to vibrantly live the truth today and every day. So remember, make a promise to yourself. Be devoted to yourself. If you're looking for devotion outside of the world, on the outside of you, then you will never get true devotion. You do not need to buy devotion from any spiritual leader, anybody that says that they can help you find devotion. Devotion is already inside of you, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is create your daily spiritual practice. And by how doing that is using the law of action. Newton Law states... That for every action, there is an equal and an opposite reaction. The universe is a non-dualistic mechanical system, an undefined energy field. This is how your actions and your, activ- your actively correspondence and reflect it to you. With, with every action you take, you set into motion the cooperation, to cooperation uh, sorry you guys, the cooperative system of infinite magnitude. Every non-action is an action in the realm of consciousness. So for every harmonic, loving action, there is a reciprocation of harmony in one's life. For every chaotic and harmful action, there is a payback of all chaos in one's life. Today, I challenge you guys, if you're listening to this, to create your own daily spiritual practice. Yours, not mine, not nobody else's, but yours. Choose the time of the day that you're going to engage in your daily spiritual practice. Create a sacred space that is quiet where you will not be distracted. Decide what your morning, evening practice will consist of. Meditation, journaling, breathing, um, breath work, yoga, contemplation, visioning of affirmation prayers or affirmation. Consciously choose how you're going to practice mindful mindfulness throughout your day. Keep a journal on intuition and gratitude. Find a community or a spiritual mastermind for support. 
Now, it's okay to have someone like me um, or anybody else that is a spiritual advisor, a spiritual, you know, uh, leader to support you. Um, But remember, you are your own person. You are your own voice. You are your own you. This is your practice. Nobody can practice it for you. So remember, you cannot buy devotion. This is Hannah Yamaya, your Soul Coaching Oracle here at their Soul Coaching Oracle Studios with Sacred Creations and Healing, LLC. You guys, do not forget to go subscribe to this podcast. Um, it's $4.99 a month, okay? And every podcast that you, um, every time you listen to my podcast, you'll be able to listen to the ones that's paid and also the ones that's free. All right. So I want to send you guys some love and light, a lot of peace and wholeness. Um, this podcast will be free for two days. This will be, um, up until the 23rd and it will be, uh, back to the subscribers for, uh, the next five months. Okay. So You guys stay tuned. I will see you guys tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. Do not forget to subscribe. Go subscribe to my website, www.sacredcreationsandhealingllc.net. This is your girl, Hannah Yamaya, and I'm out. Bye, you guys. It's the Soul Coaching Oracle Show. Have a good night.